Are you a coach, consultant, entrepreneur, or small business owner ready to enhance your brand with the power of short-form video? If your answer is yes, join me for Enhance Your Brand with Short-Form Video Strategies. During this free live virtual event, I'll be sharing strategies and practical tips to help you create videos that will resonate with your target audience. Please join me on May 13th at 4 p.m., or May 15th at 11 a.m. Both times are Eastern, and you'll find links to register in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Welcome to Content Marketing School, where we will dive into content marketing strategies specifically for coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs. Discover how effective content marketing can elevate your brand and grow your business. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to hit that follow button. Hi, I'm Annette Richmond. Welcome to Content Marketing School. Today's topic is hosting your own LinkedIn live show. I've been doing it since 2021, so I have some experience that I'm going to share with you. In this episode, I'm going to talk about format, style, choosing the best day, time, and show length for you. Let's start with format. First is going solo. You can schedule your show in advance or just go live on the spur of the moment. I have a few friends and colleagues who regularly do solo lives. One person I know does an Ask Me Anything show every few weeks on a Friday morning. I've tried solo shows myself, and even though I've been doing LinkedIn Lives for quite a while, I found being live alone rather intimidating. And I'm sure the main reason for that is because I'm so used to being in the studio chatting with a guest. The second format option that you might want to try is an interview show. Most of the people that I know who host LinkedIn live shows have some kind of an interview format. Some shows are very much a Q&A where the host goes through a list of questions. Others, like mine, are more conversational. Since I used to be a magazine writer, I always have a few questions for my guests. But for me, they're more talking points to keep the conversation going than actual questions that I'm going to be asking my guest. I prefer to go wherever the conversation takes us. The third type of format that I want to talk about is having a panel discussion. I've done a few of those where I had three experts in a particular area, for example, image consultants, come on to the show with me and talk about the latest trends in their field. It's a great way to get a mix of people together to talk about an interesting topic. I did a series called The Trend Talk Show for about nine months. And Every show, I had a panel of three experts in an area, for example, social media managers or image consultants with me as the host. It was a great way to get a group of people together and have an interesting conversation about a topic. 
Personally, I found this format challenging, getting everyone together to agree on a certain date and a certain time was often tricky. While I wouldn't rule out doing a show with a panel in the future, doing it on a regular basis just didn't really work for me. Another thing to think about if you're inviting guests on your show is whether to share questions with your guests in advance or not. Now, my show is more conversational than an interview style, but as a former magazine writer, I always have a few questions, as I've mentioned, to keep the conversation going. Because sometimes when you ask someone a question, they give you a long, interesting response. Other times, you may just get a quick yes or no with a few words after it. So it's not a good idea to be unprepared. Now, when it comes to sharing questions in advance or not, that is certainly up to you. I know hosts who do it all different ways. When I first started my show, I did not share any questions with my guests. And then I heard a LinkedIn Live guru say that sharing questions with the guest in advance would lead to a better show. So I figured, okay, I will give that a try. And I started sending a few what I called sample questions in advance to my guest. Well, for me, that turned out into a bit of a disaster. During one pre-show chat, I started mentioning to a guest a question that I was going to pose. And they explained to me that they had only prepared responses to the sample questions I sent them. So that was going to be out of the question. But the worst experience I had when I had a coach who I've known for many years come on my show and he kept looking off to the side as he was responding to my questions. And I could tell it was just so obvious that he was reading his answers from a page. So that was the last time that I made a practice of ever sharing questions in advance. I'm not saying that I never share questions, but for me, it has to be a good reason. Another thing you want to consider is the date and time of your show. Most of the shows that I've been on as a guest have been at either 9 a.m. Eastern or noon or 1 p.m. around lunchtime or in the early evening at, say, 7 p.m. or sometimes 8 p.m. While many people watch LinkedIn live shows on the replay, if you do hope to have a live audience, you want to think about having a time that's going to be convenient for people across time zones. Another thing that you do want to consider is where you are going to broadcast your show. I broadcast to LinkedIn my YouTube channel, and also to my company Facebook page. There are many places that you can broadcast to, so think about that and consider it. One of the things I love about broadcasting to several different destinations is I have content going out across multiple platforms all at the same time and with the same amount of work. And the last thing I want to mention is the length of your show. When I first started doing LinkedIn live shows back in 2021, when you still had to actually apply to get permission, I ran my shows for an hour. 
and it felt like a really long time. So after the first year, I cut them back to 45 minutes and I kept them like that for about nine months or so before cutting them back to 30 minutes, which seems to be what most of the LinkedIn live show hosts that I know keep their shows. Most of them run about 30 minutes. There are, of course, some shows that run for an hour, but those are generally either more in-depth interview formats or a panel discussion where the host wants to make sure that each person on the panel has an opportunity to speak. When I was doing the Trend Talk show, which was a panel show, each show was an hour. Now, when you're doing a live show, you should be prepared for the unexpected because things happen. The internet goes down. You might lose your connection. Sometimes technology is not working. There's loud noise in the background. So it's always best if you can sort of relax and go with the flow. But I do have a pre-live checklist that helps me avoid some uncomfortable moments. And I'm going to share that with you right now. First, turn down your cell phone because, you know, the cell phone always rings when you are live and you actually turn it off if you have, um, you know, a smart watch, turn it off on your watch as well. Take your landline off the hook if you have one. We still have a landline. We've had the same number for 20 something years and we keep it because some people like my mom has that number and so we have to keep it just in case. Turn off your email because if you have it open, it sometimes will ping and you can hear that in the background. If you have show lights, which I would recommend, turn those on before the show starts because you want to make sure that you're well lit. If you're in a room with big windows like my office is, you might want to also close the curtain so you can monitor the light coming in during your show. Now, I try to not drink on camera just because I want it to be, I want to be professional as possible, but a lot of people do. And it's always good to have some water or if it's later in the day, maybe a cocktail on the side if you get a little parched and need to have a sip of something. If you are hosting a live, you want to make sure and open the event page so that you can monitor that and make sure that everything is, you know, broadcasting correctly. When you host a LinkedIn live, it also broadcasts on your profile header. So if you have enough space or monitors, you might want to monitor that as well. And settle your dogs or kids or, you know, whoever you might have. We have two very loud dogs who always bark or cry when I'm doing a live show. They want to be involved. They see something going down the street. So I have a very elaborate pre-show sort of checklist that I go through with them. The very most important thing to do and to remember is to relax and listen to your guests. Have fun. Make your guests feel comfortable. Focus on them. People are tuning into your show for the most part to learn from your guests. 
not necessarily to learn from you. So make sure that you highlight your guest's area of expertise. And again, have fun. If you have fun, your guests will have fun too, and the audience will feel that positive energy. So if you've been thinking about having a LinkedIn Live show, there's no time like the present to get started. Thanks for joining me. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning into The Content Marketing Show with me, Annette Richmond. If today's insights have inspired and resonated with you, please share this episode. And if you haven't already, hit the follow button to keep learning and growing with us. Wait, before you go, are you struggling to create original content because you don't know what to say? Download a copy of 25 Content Ideas to kickstart your social media posts for people who don't know what to say. Use the link in the show notes or visit contentmarketingschoolonline.com. That's contentmarketingschoolonline.com.